Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. An AGM of... Um, each year, and some people think that's that's scary. No, it's not. It's an exciting thing. We have to do a couple of formalities of accepting minutes, and uh, and a brief financial report, and then we share some vision, and then we can have a party outside. But uh, let's pray that God will just focus us in. Pete, do you want to pray a prayer as we just focus in and doing this um, vision and business? Lord, we just thank you that uh, we can gather here today, today as family, Lord God. And uh, Lord, we just thank you as we come here together, Lord, you just bless this day, this time together, Lord Jesus. And uh, we just pray that everything we talk about would just bring hope and vision and, and people would be excited about the future and the great things that you have in store, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. Bless it. Bless every family here, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, uh, Pastor Peter. Okay, a couple of things. If anyone's a part of a club or an organisation that uh, we need to uh, um, acknowledge apologies. We don't read them all out, but if you um, are, uh, I've got a family member, friend that wants to register apology, that is a partner. Mary Sarah, our awesome secretary, is hiding over here and she's taking minutes for us. So uh, uh, instead of calling out all the apologies, if you've got an apology, please, uh, we've got about a dozen or 15 already been notified for official part. Please let her know before the end of today so she can include that in the, there. There is also a, a partner's um, attendance sheet going around. So it's on a clipboard, so it's somewhere passing on. So if you're a partner of our church, about 160 are official partners, we just need to record your um, attendance at this meeting and... Uh, that uh, will be really good. So all the uh, minutes for the AGM of the 12th, the 11th, 2017 was sent out to all the partners. And um, so we need uh, someone to receive those as a correct record of the minutes. Who would like one of the partners? Tina would love to do that. Seconded by Patty. Patty's name's in the books. God bless you. And uh, it's just a record. So all the partners would have received that already electronically or by mail. Just all those in favor to say that was a record of what happened here 12 months ago, even though your memory's not that good. Well done. Thank you. In the ministry, just for accountability. And so as church partners, you know what's happening. So once again, we've sent a copy of that to out all the partners. So some of you are saying, well, I'm not an official partner. And, but you can um, get a copy of those reports if you want to. They're not secret. But if you are a signed up partner, then they come automatically to you. I'm only going to read out the senior pastor's report. But we've got some amazing reports from all of our different ministries and teams. And I just want to read out the senior pastor's report as a summary, because those that have joined the church in the last 12 months, this gives you a bit of a picture of what God's been doing. What a blessed and exciting year of life and ministry in our church. The theme for 2018 has been more than we have seen. And boy, we've seen that some amazing breakthroughs this year already. We've seen an increase in God's presence and power in our meetings and in many of our ministry activities. I thank God for His incredible grace and love that has continued to flow from an open heaven over us. New people are responding to Jesus every week through our church. Jesus stirs our hearts to see the harvest around us and to reach and disciple more people through friendship evangelism, life groups, pastoral care and community engagement. It has been inspiring to see so many people faithfully serving the Lord this year and to see new people getting involved in joining teams to serve each week in various ministries. Leadership, a huge thank you to everyone in our church family for your support and encouragement, especially those who have served in various leadership areas. Thank you to my lovely wife, Mary Lynn, um, for uh, being a great wife and associate pastor and team together, especially in your specific roles of pastoral care, women's ministry, Bayside care, and about 2,000 other hats that she wears. 
<laughs> and uh, touches so many people's lives with love. We lead and minister as a very effective couple, and that's the way God's called us to function as a team. I want to thank Pastor Peter and Emma Ford for their faithful leadership as assistant pastors. Their ministry covers areas including young adults, children's ministry, adult life groups, Emma's valuable input in financial um, management and worship ministry, plus many other hats that they wear. A very successful Empower Young Adults conference was held a few months ago, and that was the biggest one we've had with uh, lots of people coming. Pastor Tim and Lydia lead a great team and minister to our high school age youth on Friday nights. And Tim does weekly school activities and uh, helps oversee so many areas in our church. He's the hands-on practical guy, and we really appreciate all that you do, uh, Tim, in uh, our church. Mary Sarah is uh, our church secretary, uh, administrator and HR, and uh, is always busy typing up minutes or reports or chasing us up. Have you followed that up yet? Thank you, Mary Sarah, for keeping us accountable, even though sometimes we think, oh, no, not another email from Mary Sarah. <laughs> or am I the only one that thinks that's why? No. <laughs> but we need administrators. They help us. Otherwise, I'm a people person, so I just keep busy with people, and I forget to do this report or organize that. <laughs> it's a team. And uh, Tennille Ferry is uh, functioning very effectively as our new PA helping with events and marketing. So we really honour Tanil, who's uh, come on about six months ago and has filled a whole lot of gaps on our team and we really, really value that. Children's ministry includes Sunday Kids Church, Friday Night Kids Club. This vital ministry is being led by Pastor Peter Ford and a great leadership team overseeing various groups. And Pastor Peter's goal is to raise up team leaders so that all of those, and he's already got that happening, and... Uh, their amazing ministry. Our outside school hours care has grown significantly with Sue Michael and Stacey Manny and Michelle Hatchman overseeing this valuable service to our church and community and we're celebrating 10 years of that today and that's amazing. There's thousands of kids have come through there. Our last uh, um, school holidays there was 35 which is our maximum we can have nearly every day and there's a waiting list some days and so and now they're doing before and after school care so maybe you're new in our church and say hey, I start at seven in the morning how do I juggle kids to school you can drop them off here for not too much cost and uh, they'll look after you and hopefully take them to the right school <laughs> no they've never missed yet they're a very good team <laughs> awesome all trained and it's a great ministry Pastor David and Helen James lead our 60-plus ministry uh, to seniors, including the Young at Hearts, Helping Hands Craft, outreach into um, retirement villages and nursing homes, and they're starting up uh, Sunday lunches for 60-plus and uh, the sweets night that you saw. So we want to honour you, Pastor David and Helen, for doing an amazing, amazing job there and building a team. We want to uh, continue to grow that. Sylvia Wasage continues to lead our vital prayer ministry through our weekly Tuesday prayer meeting, 24-7 prayer weeks, pre-service prayer and the prayer chain and all the prayers. Tim and Ingrid Goodser and Joe Spinaro have been leading our frontline ministry teams and thank you for making it happen on Sundays. Really, really appreciate that. Um, Bevan and Carol is our healing ministry team. Love after marriage and also do counselling to many people in need. So thank you so much. They've just been in Bundaberg yesterday for training more leaders. Had a uh, love after marriage intensive this week uh, with four couples. Really appreciate that. Matt and Rachel Ironside were appointed this year to lead our worship ministry of musicians, singers, tech teams, and they've excelled with passion and anointing and always looking for more volunteers to join up on our amazing teams. I want to acknowledge the church board members for your support and wisdom. 
for Peter Ford, for Russell Bates, uh, Mary Sarah, Ratamali, Tim Gutza, and Jeremy Bates. And we've got a very good team and myself as a chairman. We have a strong team with good financial leadership skills and experience. A special mention to Russell Bates for his expertise in budgeting and financial accountability. And this year has come on as our business manager and helped sort us all out. So thank you, Russell. Got more efficient ways to do stuff and, and our budgets. And, and Russell's been in business for many years and also a trained accountant. So we just so value that um, support. He tried to retire a year or two ago, but it doesn't work, does it, Russell? No. <laughs> really appreciate a big thank you for all of our, uh, our men's ministry, uh, led by Jamie Brooks and Tony Went. We've had some great breakfast events this year, many help through Bayside Blitz and Bayside Men's Shed. Thank you to all our life group leaders, all other volunteers who serve on teams and rosters who help to make our church a friendly, caring and growing family. Partnership, we've seen more people become church partners and uh, also are training more leaders through Bayside Bible College and leadership mentoring and pathways. Facilities, thank you to the team who do the cleaning, mowing and maintenance and keeping our church facilities looking great. I reckon they deserve a round of applause for all those who do behind the scenes. Yeah. They do all the behind the scenes stuff that uh, just help keep it going. Finance, have been encouraged to see the level of generosity and giving increase this year. We are debt free and now we're updating our plans for the next stage for our home for the harvest. <coughs> that will be a church and community facility that will seat at least 800 people. And in a few minutes, I'll share a bit of an update of where we're going with that. We're saving towards this exciting vision with $130,000 in the bank towards this so that we can start getting our updated plans and things happening. More people have partnered with our vision and willing to invest their resources and gifts in our church as they see the transformation of lives each week. Missions. We focus our missions into three significant areas. Home missions, which is the home for the harvest. Um, we have a great home base. Community missions, this includes Bayside Transformations. Cheer for all the Bayside Transformation ministry. Amazing work of changing lives. For our Bayside Care that Mary Lynn and her team help minister to needs in our church and uh, associated ministries and uh, also uh, various chaplains. Global missions, our support and giving to missions has continued to be significant in various countries. With Pastor Abram in India, we support 30 pastors and 18 orphans and Bible students. Thailand, Eric and Marianne Clara and the River Ministry do an amazing job with church planning, leadership training, rescuing women and children from sexual slavery. China, we support orphanages for disabled children in China through COAT. Western Australia, the Indigenous Ministry in Kununurra. Uganda, Africa, Lisa Takens doing a great work of compassion evangelism through Treasure Ministries. A team went to Uganda and commenced building a community centre which will be completed this year. Over $25,000 has been given to this project already. And that's, that's amazing as the community and church just grows. Combined churches, we've been involved in many combined church activities including Carols by Candlelight, religious instruction in schools, school chaplaincy, Pentecost service, Blessing of the Fleet, many other things. Thank God for the unity we have in our city with the various churches. I'm the chairman of the Harvey Bay Christian Ministers Association and also Marilyn and I are the Wide Bay Regional Leaders for Australian Christian Churches, in, encouraging 12 churches and their pastors uh, throughout the Wide Bay region. And in June, we hosted our third Holy Spirit Encounter event with 80 pastors and leaders attending from Wide Bay and South East Queensland. So our church is having influence way beyond just what happens here on Sunday, and that's because we partner together. Evangelism, our community influences continue with many ministries, projects and events happening. Over the last year, these include Bayside Youth, Youth Alive, Kids Clubs, school programs with chaplains, Youth Alive, Kids Clubs, school programs, outside school hours care, Red Frogs Ministry in the university, 
Christmas food hampers, special concerts and events. Bayside Transformations, as I mentioned, is a very exciting and challenging ministry led by Tina Davey, Ashley Bottrell, Lisa Love and an amazing team of 20 or more leaders and volunteers. This ministry averages at least 25 residents in the 12-month drug and alcohol rehabilitation discipleship program and is transforming an increasing number of people in our community. Guest ministry. We've been blessed with some great ministers this year, including Danny Guglamucci, Anne Graham, Karen Wallace, Carl Butler, Pastor A. We've had a great year of blessing and fruitfulness as well as growth challenges. We look forward to another year of building and growth in our church. Guest ministry plan for next year already includes Shane Willard, Pastor Abram, Karen Wallace and Grant Cunningham and there'll be probably one or two others as well. This year we celebrated 17 years as pastors at Bayside and Maryland and I counted a great privilege to lead such a loving, dynamic and generous church. Amen. Let's give praise to God, eh? <laughs> And that's a very brief summary um, of all that God is doing. Next, we, uh, we need to just take uh, someone to uh, move and second the receipt of that report and all the other reports that were given. We have to do that just for, yes, we've got uh, Richard Dwyer's moved that. Someone else, Tony Wentz, second that. All in favor of receiving all the reports, that one and all the others. Thank you very much. Okay, we need to do, uh, just have a quick look at our finances, which is always an exciting adventure. It costs money. To do life, every family knows that, and every church family, and uh, we've uh, get our uh, finances um, audited outside and approved, and uh, that's really good. And I'd like to invite Russell Bates, our business manager, to come on up and just give a brief summary. We've got a few PowerPoints, so let's give Russell a big hand. We've got a few PowerPoints just to highlight some of the things that have happened. Thanks, Russell. Thanks, Ross. I really appreciate that summary, Ross. So I'm looking forward to the detailed report at a later date. It's, uh, uh, it's really good. What we're going to do here now is uh, we have a PowerPoint presentation, which is a summary of what's gone on over the 12 months. Everyone should have received a itemised a set of accounts, um, both from the auditors and also from the church. If for some reason that didn't happen, Please see Mary Sarah after the meeting. We'll organise to get a set of those accounts sent out to you. Um, <clears throat> okay, you can see there, righto. Uh, no, I can't. I can see here. Okay, um, there's a summary. For, if we can just continue with the first slide, guys. This is our income report for a total income between last year and this year. Uh, total of ties and offerings of 707000 which is a little bit down from last year, but it's not significant. Uh, our other income, which includes obviously our, our giving, our missions, the Home for the Harvest uh, offerings, anything other than tithes and offerings, which gives us 915000 um, which is just under 10% down from here. In our, after we do this presentation, I have got some highlights and some updated figures for the last quarter, and that will give us some, um, as you understand, that's for the full year, and there's probably two halves. But uh, I'll give an update on that, and it's quite significant change to that. So the next slide, please, guys. Um, from as far as questions are concerned, I think we maybe do that after I've presented these. Um, if you want to make a note, there's something you see, or if you're not sure, we can go back to this uh, so we can go through the whole lot. There's only seven slides, but there's, there's detail in them, so please feel free to do that. This is our bank accounts uh, as at the end of June. Uh, we have a main expansion account, and you can see the others there, there's some smaller accounts, home deposits, uh, home for the harvest building account of 104000 which is up 
as you can see, over 100,000 from the prior year. Overall, a total of 264,000 for the year is, is up over 100,000 uh, over that year, which is, which is great. If we go to the next slide, this is um, as at October, so this is at the end of last month. If you go straight to the bottom line, it's 369,000 um, sitting in bank accounts that, that's happened over that year, and that's only you know, since June. So there's some significant growth there. Uh, 131,000 in the Home for the Harvest account, there's 60,000 in, in an accumulator account, which is another investment account that we have, as well as there's a cash reserve and the term deposit, so, as well as 59,000 sitting in the bank account. Basically, as that, one of the things our auditors do, or they're actually yeah, our accountants, they check the balances that are in these accounts that meet our provisions, and that's for long service leave, and Pastor Ross and Mary have been here for 17 years and other people being over 10 years, all those accounts are reconciled to make sure there's money set aside for any of those sort of liabilities and that puts us in a very healthy position for that, which is great. The next one please, guys. This is our missions giving. It's broken up into local, global and um, Bayside, Bayside Care. As you can see there, 9,000 uh, received in our, in our missions it's up 20,000 from the prior year, which is great. And of course, our local admissions of 83,000 is up 13,000 from the prior year. So it continues to show the trend of this church as being a very giving and, and a generous church. So that continues on. Uh, next one, please, guys. That's it. Okay. Those are an overview. We have to, at this point, the official part is we have to receive those reports to go into the minutes. And they were the ones that were sent to you by email. These are just a highlight. If there's any questions on those, we can raise them now if you wish. Otherwise, we'll go to receiving the, the financials as a true and full record. Any questions? Okay. I'd like them, someone to move that those are true. Okay. Peter is uh, receiving those. And can I have a second? Who would like to second that? Elaine, sorry, Elaine. Elaine? A second there. Okay. One of the things Pastor Ross asked me to do is um, <clears throat> put together some highlights of what's happened in the last six months, I suppose, in, 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 in true numbers, maybe nine months. But when Pastor Ross approached me and said, you know, Russell, now that you've got nothing to do and, <laughs> and you're sitting at home, uh, would you like to come back onto the board? I was in the board in the early part of this, this decade. Uh, from 2002 to 2011, and so I went and said, oh, okay, Pastor Ross, let's have a talk. Well, you know, we sat down and we talked about things, and we said, you know, Pastor Ross said, look, you know, we've got just a couple of things I'd like you to look at and look at some images and stuff. So after we sat, we had a list about this long, <laughs> and I thought, wow, I'm going to need a bit of a cape or a super, you know, super outfit here to get through this, because I thought there was just a few things, but we came up with 15 um, Key item, you know, key items in the end, and uh, I just want to highlight some of those things and give you some some information back from that. Uh, some some of the items we looked at were, were full budget operational reviews on our costs and looking at reductions of expenses, reviewed some of our purchasing and systems controls, uh, reviewed uh, church departments. 
you know, you, you heard in, in Pastor Ross's, uh, senior pastor's report, all the people that he was thanking for their efforts. Within the church, there's 15 departments that run behind this building as such, that, that run this building. And of that, there's, there's 10 leaders that run those departments. And each of those have costs involved and, and, uh, and tasks and responsibilities. So we looked at each one of those departments individually and looked at ways that they can improve and grow. We looked at our internal and external communications to make sure there were anything there we could do better, our reporting, our computer software, the uses of that computer software and the training required to make sure we're effective in using those, those um, support items. The good part is it's been a busy time and we've, we've completed 14 of those 15 tasks and, and we... Thank you. And, and the one that's the incomplete is Home for the Harvest. It's, it's something you just can't quickly turn over in a short period of time. And that's an ongoing progress a, a program. And, and Pastor Ross will share some more detail on with you uh, during the part of this service. But some of the things, some real practical things uh, that you see, you might not have seen, but we're getting solar panels um, uh, putting up onto the building here actively now. Uh, they've started doing that and it should be completed by Friday next week. That, that's an, an active um, saving, about 80% we're going to save of our electricity costs, which is about $8,000 a year. Uh, and we're, and we're going to recover the cost of that within two and a half years. So that, that's the sort of thing that doesn't happen overnight. I'd like to thank Max for helping do that. Max did all of the legwork, and thanks, Max, for, for that. Thank you. Uh, as we went through the departmental cost reviews, we came up with some cash flow modelling, some performance indicators, and and help the childcare centre grow. And, and uh, as you'll see today from the, from the celebration, you see how they've contributed significantly to the upgrade and the renovation that you'll see over in the, in the church, in the kids' church. Uh, great, that's congratulations to Sue and her great team of educators over there. So it's well done. Just some statistics, and I'll, I'll close quickly. Um, uh, in managing the departments that um, Pastor Ross mentioned, there's a lot of events that go on to support them, and, and again, they were mentioned in, in Pastor Ross's report. Um, but there's something like 50 events a year this church, church does, and there's over 20 event coordinators that help support that. To do that, costs involved, there's managing of those events, and one of the ways we felt to help control on our expenses and best use of our money and be good stewards of that money was to have event, event planners and event calendars and event worksheets and and the teams are doing a great job. That prior to it, we, we plan it. We look at what's going to cost. We look at how, how that's going to be effective. And is that the best use of the funds that we want to do within the church? And we look at individual cost and benefit analysis to make sure that's all done in a proper way. Uh, we search actively in government grants. And we, and we assist, that assists the church and obviously savings throughout. And that we've been successful in that. Um, with budget monthly costs and reviews against budget. And we look on that as a working document to change and improve that where we can. Just some closing comments. Um, as, as we saw last year, we were a little bit down uh, from the prior year, but just in this last quarter, uh, for a church, a church at our side, which is a size that's evolving, we've achieved a 15% increase uh, on this in our tithes, and we've accrued 11% growth in attendances, which is, which is a big transition from where we were at the end of, end of June. So that's, that's, that's just in the last quarter, and there's, there's a lot of things going on. And this church manages people through here, you know, friends and people, there's nearly 7,000 people came through our buildings in the last three months. So just to give you an idea what goes on behind the scenes, that's all got to be supported and run, not only financially, but obviously with leadership and uh, 
like to thank all those people that are doing those department leaders and, and recognise them as doing a great job. The only a snapshot, it's very, very small stuff, but uh, this is all about planning you know, for sustainable, sustainable growth and a healthy, prosperous church to impact our community and beyond. So thanks very much. Thank you so much, Russell. I really appreciate your wisdom and input. And uh, Jeremy as well, Russell's son, he's uh, uh, based on the Sunshine Guys. We're still on our events. And uh, once again, a few emails come from Jeremy and say, we need reports and accountability, and, but it's great. So thank you so much for all your input. And you're looking, you're looking younger. I don't think retirement was meant for you yet. <laughs> yeah, let's give uh, a really big hand. And uh, just a couple of things. We need to officially endorse our current board members. So we've had myself as chairman, Pastor Peter Ford, Mary Sarah Ratamali as our secretary, Russell Bates, Tim Goodser as, uh, does an amazing job as a school teacher and oversees our front line. And Tim just comes with perspectives that stir our heart. A man full of faith. So thank you so much for your input there. And also uh, Jeremy Bates. So let's uh, acknowledge them and thank them for their service as we move forward for this next year. We need to also officially just appoint our accountant for the next financial year. We've had uh, Praces Tax and uh, Accounting Proprietary Limited and also uh, recommended by Emma Ford, who's now our a finance manager. You've got a new title. So Emma's really stepped up. So everyone's happy to recommend we continue with those auditors, uh, accountants, so that we can, can keep a consistent flow there. Um, that's great. Quick home for the harvest update. Someone's saying, well, how come we haven't built it yet? Well, I think God in his wisdom, we made plans 10 years ago. We built this, renovated this as part of that uh, three and a half years ago. And the plans we did 10 years ago, we now realize are not what God's doing in our community and for our church. Church is now becoming community centers. So we were going to build a nice big auditorium, offices upstairs, a new kitchen and a few rooms, and that was it. But now we've realized our um, children's facilities have grown significantly. We want to put a, we want to change the plans to have a cafe, so it's a community base. We want to uh, um, probably downsize the offices because most people work on laptops and hot desking now, so you don't need ten offices. You can work with three or four or five and meeting rooms. Um, we want to have more counselling rooms because that area of community care is growing. We've got increasing numbers of community groups want to hire rooms and facilities. Uh, from us. So what we're looking to do is still build the auditorium similar size but have dividers so during the week half the auditorium is divided up into rooms for activities, um, other churches, charities, business organisations hiring it. It'll be done so that we can uh, rent it out for school um, events, speech nights and everything so it'll be a really lovely auditorium. There's nothing like that in Harvey Bay and it doesn't have to be hugely expensive but just really functional and, uh, and we uh, want to have lots more community facilities. We're looking at ways to expand our hall over there, which we were going to knock down and uh, rebuild a, a different version, but we're looking to try and keep that and uh, expand that so we can have more kids coming for our activities and then our kids club and kids church. And this room here will continue as our chapel once we build that. Probably have a divider in the two, so this can function as two different uh, facilities during the week for other events. So you can see God, I think, in his wisdom has allowed us not to go ahead with what we originally built because we would have had to be making major changes probably by now if we built it three or four years ago. And also it's giving us time <clears throat> to raise the funds. So really pray with us because there'll be some council adjustments in the process. 
Russell and the board, we're starting to do some sketch plans of what it might look like and we'll be getting input from the leaders. And uh, so, and it gives us time to raise funds to do it. And hopefully by doing this, it'll actually save money. We think it may be half a million dollars cheaper than what we would have built because we can do it one story, multi-use things. Instead of having to build all these extra rooms, we can use dividers and things like that. So pray for God's wisdom to help us get there. We really believe we need it because it's just growing and uh, the transformation is is happening. That's good. Solar power, as we mentioned, is happening. That's going to save lots of money. The upgrade on the hall has been done this last couple of weeks. A huge thank you to all those who served and especially a big thank you to Peter Towler. Is Peter here today or not? I'm not sure if I can see him. Yeah, Peter's done um, days of painting and whatever. And we've actually got a gift to thank him for that. So we'll catch up. He may be away today, I'm not sure, but we'll make sure we catch up. And Peter and the team have overseen that. So after the service, please go over and check out the Renos, and uh, that will be really good. Also, we've just done an upgrade to our parents' and uh, baby's room. We've taken out the dividing wall, and we're just making it a lot more functional. So that's all been happening, and thanks to Mark, my brother, and others that have been working on that. And Tim's been overseeing all that. So we just want to make it more functional for our... We've got lots of babies in our church, which is awesome, and young families. We just want to uh, make it more functional. So we're doing a whole lot of things in the process. Also, right now, just before we finish, I want to launch an exciting new project. We want to buy new chairs for our church. New seats for the church. Yeehaw. (laughs) And uh, we've been thinking about it for a while. So what we're going to do is we're launching today a Sovember project. Remember two years ago we raised 32000 for our speakers? So we're launching a Sovember project for the month of November, $75 a chair. We need $30,000 to buy 350 new lovely padded chairs that will, that will blend in with the carpet. It'll be sort of a charcoal type colour. And uh, they are just awesome chairs. We were at a conference and we all, all the team went and sat on them and talked to them. A lot of churches are getting these. They're uh, uh, from a, in Australia. And, uh, and so here's just the way we can do it. $75 each. Um, two for I think there's $300 already come in and we haven't even launched it yet. So that's, someone, someone's heard about it and says, yeah, I'm in. So there's $300 went in the bank account. And uh, so as you can see, um, maybe you, you can... You've been stirred with a, a business blessing. You say, I want to do 100. I'm going to do 100. Or, or as families, we do one or two or five or 10. And so during this month, we're not going to take special offerings each week. You can put them straight into our church account electronically. There's envelopes that are at the door. You can just put on Sovember. If you don't know how to spell Sovember, you can put new chairs or new seats. We'll make sure it gets there and uh, Emma will collect all that. And uh, we're going to put the order in soon because it's going to take about three months to get them over Christmas. So our goal is to get them in February. So, uh, so we want you to just jump on board with that. I think it's an ex- exciting project. And, uh, and uh, some of you, the only thing is you can't put your name on the, your chair. I can see some of you thinking, ah, oh, yes, I'm going to get my chair. My name's going to be signed on it. And not allowed. <laughs> Remember we've been sharing, we've got hope, we're going to invite lots more people in, so we need to have. <laughs> and if you're not here for a day, your chair's not empty, someone else is going to be here. So it's just, it's just a goal, a way that we can, 
it'll just really modernise our church. And, uh, and they're a similar size, but they're padded and they, they clip, clip together. So we reckon we'll get almost the same number of seats in, but they're going to be so much fun. Instead of sitting on those screws that are poking through and uncomfortable after a, those who preach more than 25 minutes, you know, and, and, uh, and some of them break. We had Pastor Don McDonnelly one day and he nearly fell off his seat backwards. <laughs> These are 25 years old. I wonder how many tens of thousands of people have sat on these chairs, hey? 25 years old, and uh, they're really past their use-by date. Someone said, what are you going to do with them? We're not sure yet. We might give some away to a, that someone wants them. We might try and sell them to someone, or we might keep some for some of our other rooms. So we'll, we'll work that out when we get there. So that's going to be really exciting. And uh, there's the picture of them, and uh, they got little clips, so they joined together in rows. And or you can have them as individual, and uh, they're going to be a charcoal colour, which is not black but charcoal, and uh, they'll blend in with the carpet. So it's a dark grey charcoal. So it's going to be really, really exciting. Two other quick things. So in Curry, we'll just be letting you know each month, uh, week during this month, and you can put it in any time. And uh, we're just going to believe for $30,000. I believe we can get that higher. Faith goal. Yeah, for all those that have had uncomfortable seats there, I'm sure many of you will jump on board. And uh, you don't have to put $75. You can put $10 or $20 or you can put 1000 That's just an idea to show how we can do that together. Two other quick things. The Long Leadership Pathway is being established, which is a discipleship program, pathways for people to grow in leadership. And uh, we're rolling that out and we'll have that launched in the new year. And it's going to be a, a pathway. So if people are in a team, it's pathways of training and a support and mentoring so they can become a team leader and uh, ministry growth. So it'll help fast track and also give accountable training and development for leaders in our church. So it makes it safer and more exciting. And we've, you've also seen our annual Christmas concert. It's going to be over two nights an original Christmas experience that Matt and Rachel and Emma and the whole team are putting together. But this year, you actually got to book a seat. They're free, but you have to register because what's happened, we've had 500 people show up in the past and we can only fit 350 people in. So a whole pile of people actually then go home, missing out. So we're going to do it two nights, a Saturday and a Sunday. So from next Sunday, there'll be a, a table there and you actually just register or book this, uh, a seat and we'll give you the info how you do that. You say, I want to bring along three family members. You book and there's no charge, but we need to. So if we have 400 people want to come on the Sunday night, we say, hey, we're going to only take 350. 50 need to go to the Saturday night and we can fill up the other night. Okay, so that's going to be something new happening. Carol's by Candlelight's on again this year, but it's going to be at um, a new venue because they're doing some renos down at the seafront oval around it. And so that's going to be up at this Harvey Bay Sports Club at the corner of uh, Tavistock Street and Boundary road god's good that's all our official any um key questions from partners um we i know some censored those or connected to you please come and talk to us and if you're on finances russell's got all the figures and emma and uh and we, we've got an amazing team and we want to say thank you thank you thank why don't we all stand together and i want to just say a huge thank you for this incredible church and we've gone a little bit later today, but we really just wanted to present all of that for you. And some of you now are more informed of what's happening. Church is not just Sunday meetings. There's a whole lot goes on behind the scenes. And I just thank God for all that he's doing and the Spirit of God that is at uh, work over our church. And uh, 
We want to pray blessing for the future. I'm going to ask uh, Tim, Tim Goodser, if you'd like to come and pray a blessing over us as a church for what God's going to do in these coming weeks and months. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for being part of an amazing church. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that's working in and amongst us. Yes, and Lord. We thank you for encounters with you each week. And we pray for this continually into the future, Lord oh, God. Yes, God, that you'll move and that we'll encounter you in new and blessed now over this Christmas season and into the coming year. Thank we you, pray that all in Christ. Amen. Amen. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.